Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People applying Rotary's motto of service above self. And Jonah, today our very special guest is your friend Don Fleming. And we'll be learning all about the Rhinebeck Aerodrome. Good morning, Don Fleming. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning. My pleasure to be here. So, Don, um, the Rhinebeck Aerodrome is world famous, but for the one or two listeners who may not have ever been there or heard about it, tell us, what is the Rhinebeck Aerodrome? Well, the Rhinebeck Aerodrome is one of the most unique collections of airplanes that uh, date from the earliest days of flight. We have a 100-year-old Blario 1909. It's the oldest flying airplane in the United States, and it goes up through the early 40s, but largely World War I, barnstorming era, uh, performing air shows every weekend from... Uh, mid-June through mid-October. Right, and you've got a beautiful museum of um, aircraft from that era. Um, are they all originals, or have, they, have some of them been built as replicas, or have they been restored? Tell us how about your collection. It's about a 40-60 mix, uh, with 40% being originals. Right. Um, of course, most of these airplanes are built out of wood and canvas, so you can assume that most of the parts have been replaced. And who are the pilots? Well, the pilots, uh, there's a diversity of them, and they come from all over this region. We have our air show director actually lives in Virginia and spends most really? of his time up here during the summer. Did the, he must come up here seasonally, yes. Well, actually, uh, from time to time, he would have been here today with me, except oh. that uh, it's close to the hall. Well, well, it's yeah. a busy time of year. It is. It's a busy yeah. time of year. So what uh, airplanes, you have all these older airplanes that are not built out of what we would consider more safety type of materials. Yeah. World War One era. Yeah, with yeah. canvas and wood. Oh, my goodness. So what are the most popular planes then? Well, the Blario, I think, is is one of the ones that's gaining fame because it's a hundred years old, and and, uh, and you it's know, still airworthy. It's still airworthy. We don't fly it very high. We get it off the ground about twenty feet. Uh, the president of uh, Old Rhinebeck Air Shows actually flies it. Um, we have a few other pilots as well, but Hugh Chazelle is the president, and uh, that's his specialty airplane. And uh-huh. it's, a, it's a favorite among uh, uh-huh. the visitors. So how different are the mechanicals in these older planes to the newer planes? Well, um, we're eventually going to get around to uh, uh, pilots, I'm sure. But I would say that our pilots would say that the airplanes are uh, most challenging to fly, each one with its own characteristics. Uh, it's not like going to the airport and just running a plane. You have to be... Um, expert uh-huh. on each flying um, air, airplane that we have. And so, how do you sign people up to be the pilots at the well, that's a, we, we have a, a chief pilot who's also our chief restoration officer, and he's also our chief maintenance person, the director of maintenance, and uh, he has to sign off on the proficiency of every pilot that we accept. And they have to have extensive tailwheel dragger experience. What, what does, does that, that mean? mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, there's what they call tricycle landing gear, which uh, you know has okay. a nose gear and the tail's off the ground. And then we have the ones with the tail wheel. Okay. All right. So Don Fleming, vice president of the uh, world-famous old Rhinebeck Aerodrome. Uh, let's talk about the uh, average family visit. Um, you're open weekends from when to when? Well, actually, we're open through the week. Uh, we do the yeah. air shows from 2 p.m. Right. Uh, every Saturday and Sunday from uh, mid-June. This um, It will start on June 9 this year. Okay. And we go through the uh, 14th of October. So, you know, we want to bring the kiddies uh, and grandma to the uh, air show. So you come on the weekends and you can see how many planes in the museum? 
Uh, well, we have over 60 airframes in the museums, yeah. and not all are flying. We have about okay. 16 flying models right now that perform in the shows. Right. And as someone who has been to their aerodrome many, many times with my son's scout troop and with uh, visiting relatives, these planes are beautiful works of art. They're really amazing to look at, and they are polished to the nth degree and, and beautifully restored. But Do uh, people ride in them ever? Are there ever any only days? Only a very, very good girl you can ride in them. Do they? So, in other words, Jonah was never allowed on no. one. Um, <laughs> I mean, are there, is there any opportunity for someone to be taken up as a passenger in one of these antique vehicles? We do offer biplane rides. We, we have a, what they okay. call a D twenty five. It's it's a uh, new standard, which was uh, one of the first. Uh, regulations that the uh, U.S. government put on the aviation industry, and that was to do away with the old barnstorming airplanes that were holdovers from World War One, mm-hmm. and they made them build the airplanes to standards with uh, bigger wheels and, and more substantial landing gear and um, an aluminum body on this particular one. It seats an four. Upgrade. Yeah, it seats four <laughs> plus the pilot, and uh, you can actually, if you've and got a family of four. Get, do you get the goggles and the, and the helmet? You do. You get the goggles <laughs> and the helmet. So you're like Snoopy. You are. How about that? With the red scarf. All right. So tell us about the uh, the air shows. I mean, again, we have the family come in. They've seen the uh, museum. Maybe they've taken a ride up and at 2 o'clock on Saturdays and also Sundays, Don? Yes. All right. Both Saturday and Sundays, 2 o'clock, you've got your air show. And it's it's a great, fun event, family event. Tell us about it. Well, uh, first we solicit the audience to see if anybody wants to participate in our fashion show, which is period okay. dress oh, uh, from great. back in that period. And we have kids and and uh, adults, and we even have the men uh, volunteer to be in the fashion show. Okay. And uh, we do an announcement about what the fashions are, and then there's a antique uh, car parade um, that uh, takes place in front of the audience just before we launch our first uh, flying. Well, act. tell us a little bit about the antique cars. What, what era are they from? Same era? Same World era. One? Yeah, yeah. We have a hundred-year-old touring cars, a Renault touring car. Are they also on display in the museum? If people want to take a closer look, yes, they are. Oh, we have them fabulous. down on the flight line. Those that actually drive, uh, and but we have uh, amazing antiques up there, including motorcycles. So let me right. just get this in. This is a, more like a museum as well. The display aspect of it. It is, exhibit, a museum, it is a museum. It is a museum. So you know, are is, you a nonprofit? It's, it's, a, it's a living museum. Yeah, there you go. There's activities. There is. It's interact and it's interactive. So, is this a nonprofit? It is. It is. So, people, if they wanted to contribute, yes, let's get a plug in for good old development here. Right. So, where does all? How do you support financially? How do you support the aerodrome? Well, we've been very fortunate because we're very popular. We've actually been paying the bills for the past several years from the gate, in oh. essence, the people that buy the tickets. Uh, but we are a membership organization as a nonprofit, and uh, we are in the process of a membership drive right now. In oh, fact. good. Good, good. So and- the memberships range from uh, $50 up to uh, – that's uh, good for one person, and it provides uh, opportunities to come back uh, to the uh, – uh, to the to the aerodrome all season long, and then we have ones that go up to a thousand dollars and more that are uh, lifetime. And in the few seconds that we have left, tell us what total. How many airplanes are there? How many cars are there? Cars and motorcycles. I think we've got uh, 60 airframes plus, and we have some on loan to other museums. Uh, we have about 14 automobiles that uh, actually run, and. Um, we have a well a handful of motorcycles that go back into the teens and twenties. My goodness! And Don, we were talking a little bit about the uh, Saturday and Sunday air shows that start at two o'clock. Tell us a little bit about that. 
Well, the uh, the admission uh, general admission is about twenty dollars for adults. Right. Uh, we have a, a group uh, rate and substantially reduced um, entrance for uh, teens and juniors. And how about seniors? And for seniors. me, for me, <laughs> seniors are, are fifteen dollars. Okay. And students? Uh, students. Maybe right. no. Oh. I, I just because I have a student. That's all. A college student. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm curious because I will share with you quickly because I've just gotten back from Europe and there are they're big on that students, student discounts where you go in Europe, um, probably because they have a lot of traveling people doing abroad studies, yeah. that type of thing. That's why. Well, Don, we'll to bring it up for you. But well, we do. Actually, the, it's the group rates oh, that okay. we have. That okay. We, when yeah. students come in groups, um, we always provide like the, the group scouts. There you go. It, it varies okay. with the age. The scouts regularly camp there and have a they do. great time on the they weekend. Do. So we're learning about the air show. And, and it's and, affordable. Yes, absolutely. And it's a family. Slightly flight. more than the movies. Okay. But. So tell us about the air show. Well, the air show starting at 2 p.m. after you've done the um, the parade and the fashion show, uh, we put airplanes in the air that do barnstorming-type uh, exhibitions like balloon bursts, uh, ribbon cutting. The ribbon is actually um, – we use single-ply uh, toilet tissue because it, <laughs> uh, it biodegenerates very fast. Right. Um, and uh, we have uh, the type of um, dogfighting, World War I dogfighting. And uh, we uh, taxi the older airplanes on the ground and uh, do uh, what we call uh, ground lifts, probably 20, 30 feet off the ground, uh, because they're very old and they're very fragile. Uh, the more substantial airplanes, of course, are the World War I era. Right. And uh, the trainers. And uh, our, we go up with those um, whenever weather permits. Of course, it's an open cockpit, so it's kind of like driving a convertible if it happens to be raining. Right. And there's a story behind the Saturday and Sunday show in the afternoon, including a special appearance by that dastardly villain, the Red Baron, right? Uh, well, actually, it's the Black Baron oh, of the Rhinebeck. Black Baron, yes. the Black Baron <laughs> of Rhinebeck. Yes. You know what? We're going to find out more about that from our guest, Don Fleming, who is vice president of the old Rhinebeck Aerodrome in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary on Hudson Valley Talk Radio and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at www.radiorotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is the effervescent Sarah O'Connell, our very special guest, Don Fleming of the old Rhinebeck Aerodrome. And Sarah, who lets Radio Rotary fly high this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is brought to us this week by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Poughkeepsie Arlington, Brewster, Cairo, Congress Valley Cottage, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Kingston, Sunrise, and Middletown. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. In 1985, while polio was paralyzing 1,000 children a day, Rotary International committed to a goal, a goal of ending polio worldwide. Very soon now, after contributing nearly $600 million and immunizing over 2 billion children, the goal will be achieved. Eradicating polio worldwide. That is humanity in motion. That is Rotary. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. 
JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. What would you do if a friend, coworker, or a loved one collapsed? Calling 911 alone will not be enough. Over 1,000 people a day die from sudden cardiac arrest. Many can be saved with early intervention. HealthSave offers CPR courses on a daily basis at our facility in Rockland County. We'll come to your home or business if you prefer. Call us toll-free at 877-277-6233. That's 877-277-6233. Or visit our website at healthsave.com. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-S-A-V.com. Leave the E off of save for emergencies. CPR training is for everyone. Learn CPR. Become a lifesaver. Hudson Valley Talk Radio and online at HudsonValleyTalkRadio.com. Welcome back to this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm Sarah O'Connell, your co-host, and I am joined by Jonah Trebowasser. Hi. Who makes an occasional personal appearance on Radio Rotary. Every week. It's not occasional. I'm kidding you. I'm just seeing if you're paying attention. If I I wake up on time. (laughs) My co-host, Jonah Trebowasser, and we're talking to his good friend, Don Fleming, who is the vice president, I believe, of the Rhinebeck Aerodrome. The world-famous old Rhinebeck Aerodrome. World-famous. You're right. World-famous, steeped in a lot of history. Has a, it's, a, it's a, we decide, a living museum. Right. With over 60 antique airplanes. Aircraft, and they cars. have car displays right. and motorcycles, And I'm an antique visitor to the Aerodrome on a regular basis. And it's a favorite of, of the Hudson Valley, but as you pointed out, Jonah, it is world-famous. Right. And it, you know what? In the last segment, we talked a lot about the shows they um, on the weekends, the and the season right. that the Airdrome is open, just, available to just, the public. Just Let's to review, wrap up, uh, Don Fleming. Just do that review for us for people who are joining us late. Um, they can get to come in, see the museum with their family. It's a great family event, right? It is indeed. Seven and, days a week, and Saturdays and Sundays you have the air show. It That's starts right at two p.m. At two p.m. And tell us the story of the air show a little well, bit. Well, the air show is kind of a tongue-in-cheek melodrama. Uh-huh. Uh, and one of the uh, particular favorites is the uh, Trudy True Love, who's the heroine, and um, Sir Percy Goodfellow, who's her fiancé. They're right. about to get married. Okay. And um, there's an intruder, an interloper, in the form of the Black Baron of Rhinebeck, who and is attempting to uh, become familiar with Trudy True Love. And the Black Baron, as I recall, flies a triple-wing... A German plane. He flies the DR-1, which was made famous by the Baron uh, Manfred von Richthofen, right. the Red Baron. The Red yes. Baron. Yeah. And uh, her boyfriend flies what? Uh, he flies the Spad. And you, you have um, uh, very experienced pilots doing this, but uh, Trudy Trulove is an actress, right? Uh, you're an actress. Um, so, for example, if we had an attractive red-headed actress who's got dance and ballet experience, uh, 
like Sarah O'Connell, for example. Could she be Trudy True Love one she weekend? She could indeed. She well, the, actually, you do you do need the practice though, and you need if oh, you're on the field. Involved. Oh yes, well, if you're on the field when the airplanes are operating, you need a complete safety briefing also. Oh, I'm sure. And, and you know the reason I want to do this, Sarah, is that is? at one I don't want to give away the whole show, but at one point, Trudy gets picked up off By- the ground. By the airplane? Oh, that sounds like fun, actually. Does she have to come back? (laughs) Well, actually, uh, I don't want to give give you all the secrets, but she does come back in a very dramatic fashion. Okay. All right, yeah. So, So Don Fleming, how did you... um, Get uh, interested in the Rhinebeck Aerodrome. I know you've got a background in commercial aviation. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I spent 33 years with TWA, and um, back in 1986, my daughter was the first person to visit the aerodrome and came back just raving about it and uh, subsequently asked me the question, what's it take to fly? And I gave her the answer as if to be a flight attendant since I was with TWA. And Uh And she uh, didn't go that route, did she? (laughs) No, she just gave me a funny look and uh, said, no, what's it take to fly the plane? So I found out all you have to do is hawk your house and send her to a good aviation school. Uh (laughs) And the rest is history. Yes, it is. She works for Alaska Airlines today. So she's got girl power. She's a she is a commercial pilot. Yes, she is. Were you yep. a pilot with UWA? Or were you I was not. I never flew a plane. Um, my daughter does that piece. I did right. just about everything else with TWA, though. Okay. And how long is Rebecca? Rebecca's her name. Yes. We'll give a shout out to Rebecca. How long has she been flying? She's been flying. She's been with Alaska Air for ten years. Just finished her tenth year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. aviation has been in your blood uh, for almost four decades now. Yeah, I did four years in the Navy as a aircraft mechanic as well. Okay. So. And the, even a more great accomplishment is the number of years you've been married to your lovely wife. Yeah, you know, coming up on 48. Fantastic. Well, that's terrific. That's a great, great uh, achievement, as has your uh, great work with the old Rhinebeck Aerodrome. Um, you have groups coming in. Uh, we talked about scouts, uh, Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts camping. Um, if people are out there listening and they've got a, a church or synagogue youth group or a scout troop that's interested in camping, how would they go about uh, reserving the area and uh, seeing the show? Uh, well, they can just call 845-752-3200 and we'll arrange group rates for them. We'll arrange uh, special escorts for them and um, a great experience. Why don't you repeat that? And folks at home, uh, if you do get a pencil and paper, we'll repeat that again right before the close of the show. The phone number again? 845-752-3200. And if our uh, listeners want more information about visiting the Aerodrome, you've got a a website Website. right here, don't you? We do indeed. It's www.oldrhinebeck.org. O-R-G. Remember the org. All right. www.oldrhinebeck.org. And I must say that um, this is, I mean, I know we're on radio and you can't see the printed materials that you brought, but I, yeah, can you see it? Can you see it, Jonah? But this is a beautifully done piece. What a great marketing piece, Mr. Sales Manager. Retired from TWA. Did you have something to do with it? You must have participated. Well, I did, but like most things at the Aerodrome, it's done by volunteers, and that is a work of love that's been accumulated over the course of 10 years and recently updated with uh, photographs. But it's. uh, it's well, that's what's so stunning about it. It's the, called the museum. There are a lot of aerial photo, ph- uh, photography right. in here, plus some of the faces uh, that you've heard of so much in the Hudson Valley over the years associated with the aerodrome. Great pictures of these these planes. I mean, there must. It's a must see. Words cannot describe. Well, and Cole Palin was quite a visionary, and we have tried to portray his vision in this twenty-page brochure. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about Cole Palin, um, the, the driving force behind the creation of the old Rhinebeck Aerodrome. 
Um, you worked with Cole personally, right? I met him uh-huh. uh, in 1992, when right. he passed away in 93, unfortunately. All right. All right. So, but you get to know him uh, for a year. Yes. Amazing fellow. Indeed. He, he built this from scratch. And um, how have you and, and the rest of the staff at the old Ryan Becker Aerodrome continued his vision? Well, uh, Cole, I, I don't think he really envisioned it going much beyond his lifetime. But um, before he passed away, he formed the foundation, the nonprofit. Right. And um, the, uh, there was the groups of people that loved the aerodrome, rallied around the aerodrome. And it's been, um, it's been an interesting experience, but it has been a successful experience. And as mentioned before, we've been paying the bills with the gate, which is not true of most um, nonprofit, nonprofit or organizations. Or volunteer organizations. Right. And certainly in this day and age, with the economy being what it is. Right. And then Mother Nature takes her whack at us, as sure. she did last season. And that uh, affects so our have, income, too. And once the, once the time is gone, you can't make it up. Right. You know, you, yeah. you've lost that opportunity to, to generate revenue. How many acres is the aerodrome? It's about 144. Okay. And where did all of the property come from originally? It was the combination of two farms that uh, Cole bought. Uh, it was actually um, for taxes, essentially. Um, they backed taxes on it. Uh, Someone was, was murdered on the farm, and it had not been a uh, popular commodity for that oh, time. The uh-huh. murder at this point has never been solved. But uh, he acquired and nurtured what was, uh, you know, a bed of rocks, and it's a, it's actually a wooded knoll. It doesn't look anything like an airport. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and people are very surprised. You wouldn't know it was uh, an airplane, an aerodrome, unless you hear the airplanes going. And it's right off, it's off of 199 it's, to um, give people a geographic... It's actually, uh, there's a stone church uh, on Route 9, and okay. it, um, Stone Church Road goes right off of that. And if you follow that for about a mile and a quarter, and that's north of Rhinebeck. Yes, it yes, is. Sir. It's okay. north of Rhinebeck, just north of the fairgrounds. Now, gotcha. uh, Don Fleming, Vice President of the Old Rhinebeck Aerodrome, uh, you mentioned that this is a volunteer organization. What kind of jobs do you have for volunteers? Other than, of course, Sarah, uh, volunteering to be a truly true love to be swept up in the arms of her uh, boyfriend there, who was again, what was his name? The, the uh, red character? baron, the black baron. No, no, the black baron Sir kidnapped Percy. you, Sir Percy, Sir Percy Goodfellow. Yes, and flying up there without a parachute. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what other volunteer positions do you have? And. Uh, well, How it, do people apply for those? Well, you know, the museum is a business, so we have the entire spectrum from uh, needs in the office administratively. Uh, we do need able-bodied people to run wings because when Cole uh, did these reproductions and, yeah. and bought, they were – if they didn't have brakes, uh, he didn't put brakes on them. So <laughs> we run wings to keep the airplanes going the right way. And, um, I mean uh, people running side by side with the craft. That's right. To stabilize them. Yes, okay. uh, when they land and, and just before they take off. All right. So there's a, there's a complete diversity, and of course we we have uh, commercial positions for selling in the gift shop and and the uh, snack bar. We have a snack bar open on weekends. Oh, great! It's good for lunch. Oh, duh. I may work in the snack bar if you give me free samples. <laughs> now, uh, Don Fleming of the Old Rhinebeck Aerodrome. I'm sure you've got visitors not only from all over the country but around the world. Have you had um, uh, people who say, you know, I'd like to fly my Piper Club and land and watch the show, or, or everyone arrives by bus and car? Well, most arrive by bus and car, but if somebody is intent on flying in, we can make arrangements. We have one person that coordinates yeah. all that because there's no tower. Right. The, the runway is very rustic. It's, it's sod, um, and um, it's, it requires experience to, to land. And how many visitors do you have in the course of a year? 
thousands, tens of thousands? Um, in a good year, 22,000. Wow. Um, in a year like uh, 17 of our... Um, of our 19 weekends were impacted in one way oh, or another yeah. with weather this past year, so right. it was down considerably. Right. So in the minute we have left, uh, Don Fleming of the Old Ryan Beck Aerodrome, invite our listeners to come in, uh, tell them when the shows are, when you're open, the dates, and most importantly, the phone number. Okay. It's um, Actually, it's a great place. Uh, it's unique in the world, in fact, and uh, we drew from 19 foreign countries and 42 states this past year, all ages, it's colorful. It's exciting. Uh, it's infectious. And um, it's family entertainment. I want to stress that. It's family it entertainment. It is. I, I mean, we have the, the smallest of children are fascinated by the colors and the, right. the, the smells even. We've mm-hmm, got, you know, mm-hmm. the burning castor oil from the uh-huh. rotary engines, by okay. the way. Oh. <laughs> oh, about that. And the phone number for uh, getting Eight, information? 845-752-3200. And the website, please. www.oldrhinebeck.org. Don Fleming, thanks so much for joining us on Radio Rotary. It's been a fascinating half hour. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. And Sarah O'Connell, who do we have to thank for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored this week by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Millbrook, New Windsor, Cornwall, Newburgh, New City, New Paltz, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Port Jervis, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, and Southern Ulster. This is Sarah O'Connell. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next Friday morning at 9 a.m. for another edition of Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Come to the Millbrook Literary Festival, a family event featuring authors and their books, Saturday, June 16th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Listen to panel discussions and readings and browse through books during the author signings throughout the day. Fun for all ages and all interests. For more information, contact Harper at 845-594-1286. That's 845-594-1286. That's the Millbrook Literary Festival, June 16th. See you there. Presented by the Millbrook Literary Festival Committee and the Millbrook Free Library.